this flyover clip. We had a big weekend. You were traveling. You were at a women's conference with Wanda Alger. I know. That was such a great weekend. And while I was there, you were texting back and forth with me saying there was big things going on in Iowa with the GOP candidates. And probably like a lot of you guys, you know, I was bustling around the house doing things over the weekend. I was walking my dog and doing different stuff. And I'm listening to this event go on. It was the the Family Leader Summit um, uh, hosted by The Blaze, Glenn Uh Beck and them. And uh, I'm going to point out a couple of things on this that I just kind of want to draw your attention to. And and interestingly enough, you know, Iowa is always the, the the first place that people start putting their eyeballs and putting their attention and putting their money, you mm-hmm. know, towards, hey, we want to soften up the voters there. And, you know, that's going to be the early uh, caucuses and, and uh, events that take mm-hmm. place. All of the the candidates were invited that are that are preparing mm-hmm. uh, to run uh, Donald Trump. Uh, wisely was not there. I think when you're ahead by like 40 points, you have nothing to gain, only things to lose. Most people have heard his points. Mm-hmm. I think they do want to hear from some of these other candidates. Like, what do they have to say? What are they about? Uh, Donald Trump did speak at the Turning Point event in Florida this weekend and, and is appearing you know, regularly everywhere. And I don't think ever shies away right. from that. But it was good to hear from these guys. But here was the interesting thing. They had it emceed by Tucker Carlson. Woo! And um, he's a guy that asked the questions. He does. You know, we everybody loved him on Fox because mm-hmm. of all of the Fox people, he was the one who most likely was going to talk about mm-hmm. January 6th or talk mm-hmm. about uh, vaccines or, you yeah. know, to tell the truth about some of these mm-hmm. things. And um, unlike a, a Sean Hannity, who's always, you know, brought to you by Pfizer, right. um, you know, these kind of characters, Tucker, you, but she kind of had this thing about like, we're getting it. But boy, I would love to have a drink with him. I would love right. to have him for dinner. I would yeah. love to go, you know, find out what he's really thinking. Well, now we know. Uh, for whatever reason, it, it it showed a lot about him and Fox when Fox parted ways. It would be like the Kansas City Chiefs benching Patrick Mahomes until after the Super mm-hmm. Bowl um, by them putting him on the bench until after the 2024 election. Why would you want Tucker Carlson to be quiet and locked in a closet mm-hmm. until after the 2024 election? Well, now we know. Now we know a lot about Tucker Carlson, and now we know a lot about Fox News because of the directions mm-hmm. both of those two are going. Well, at this event, uh, they they just kind of brought him out one by one to to have a chance to sit with Tucker. And some of the, there's a lot of memes and things going on. Going, you guys have probably have all seen them, but just like scorched earth, Tucker Carlson, <laughs> Tucker Carlson. You know, he didn't ask gotcha questions. Mm-hmm. He didn't. This wasn't like CNN where they're it trying seems to like he was asking questions. Trap them. We all would want to ask. Hundred percent. And you guys. If you tell us in the comments, mm-hmm. are these or were these not the kind of questions that you would have asked? Right. And here's what we're seeing in America right now. The gap between mm-hmm. what we're all thinking, the things that are on your mind when you drive to work, when you're worried about your kids, mm-hmm. when you're worried about your, the economy, when you're worried about um, the future of our nation, if you have grandchildren, the things you're worried about for them, the things that are on your mind and concern you are clearly not on the radar of of politicians. most politicians, mm-hmm. there's a vibe of, of of hey, we're the elected leaders. We know more than you. Mm-hmm. You elected us to go here. We don't want to hear from you. You just sit back, go to your job, don't ask any questions, eat mm-hmm. your gruel, and and we are in charge around here. And mm-hmm. we don't want to. We can't be. Don't bother me with any you know questions. Mm-hmm. So that is is the vibe that happened there. He went through Asa Hutchison, uh, former governor of of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. about gender affirming surgery for yep. minors that he, you know, he just touched on the things that were important to everyone. He asked those kind of basic questions. He, Tim Scott, who mm-hmm. I would love to love to love Tim Scott. I'm like, there's so many things I'm like, please just be amazing. 
he wouldn't answer direct questions. Mm-hmm. I think he took a step back in how people will view him. Mm-hmm. Um, he even kind of like you see the picture there, kind of stood up, ignored the question, then started talking to the crowd. Um, but the the one that was the most glaring out of the whole thing um, uh, was was Mike Pence. And I want to play a short clip of that one. I encourage you all to go ahead and watch it. You know, find it. it's easy to find online. But I'm going to play a clip of of Mike Pence at that event. There's about three or four things I want to highlight from it. It's important that you hear mm-hmm. his take on a basic question that we probably all would have asked given the same opportunity. Maybe January, we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. Have you? I know you're running for president. You running for president. You are distressed. You, you are distressed that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. (laughs) Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. I'm running for president of the United States because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. It's not his concern. And and, and there's some ways you could could, uh, try and soften that Mm -hmm. for Mike. I think Mike was so flustered that he didn't even actually even listen to Tucker mm-hmm. very well because he's he's being questioned. And you shouldn't be questioned in public. You should only be throwing softball questions. Mm-hmm. And I think the only place that Mike Pence is certified for now would be a talking place at MSNBC. If you can't answer a question about the Ukraine war, what's the benefit of it? When do we yeah. know we win? If you can't answer those things and you're defiant mm-hmm. and can't even be asked mm-hmm. a question of why our, our sons and daughters are being sent there, then I think that you're in in a lot of trouble. I think that really hurt him over oh, the weekend. He, he was mm-hmm. done before. I don't think he's pulled at 1% mm-hmm. even before that. So it's interesting. Uh, Chris Christie threw a lot of shade mm-hmm. uh, at Tucker Carlson on ABC News. Tucker Carlson, again, we're finding what he's about. Put this tweet up here. Sounds sounds like we could use a longer conversation. Uh, Chris Christie, um, let's go get this one quote. He, we asked him to come and speak about the Ukraine. He refused. You hate to think that Chris Christie is a blustery coward who plays the tough guy with sycophants at ABC, but won't answer real questions. Mm. But who knows? We hope he reconsiders. He's like, hey, we gave you a chance to talk about this. You refused. These are the questions these guys need to be asked. Yes. They're the questions we're all wondering. And uh, he's asking them. Mm-hmm. So I think we're kind of finding out what these characters are about. And it, it's their defiance to the media. That is the most concerning to me. Definitely. All right, let's get our stuff together here. Hi, I'm David Whitey. <laughs> if we can skip the hi, my name's David part, because that's where I got attend to derail. Hi. <laughs> but I did good. See, look. First thing it says. Say your name. <laughs> Say your name, David Whitey. <laughs> If you've been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings, have I got a way for you to fill that time? Not cleaning your garage, folding your laundry, or doing something with yourself. Filling your head with worthless information about what may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at, at school talk to you about... Friend at school. 
<laughs> Sometimes when you're sitting there with your lunch pail, you're talking to your friends at school, they, they bring up the flat earth, and you think it's a flat earth. I don't know if the flat earth is flat or not. I don't know. Alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> and it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. <laughs> we talk about Rubik's Cubes and stuff. <laughs> We like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books. Oh, this is terrible. I can like feel myself hating watching this later. Okay, give me a swoosh. Let's do this thing for real this time. Have I got a show for you. <laughs> my, my, hang on, my, my eyes red now. You won't be able to tell in there. Peter can fix it. He can run it through a filter. Can he run it through the Brad Pitt filter and get rid of the, my red eyes? I'm probably doing the world a disservice.